0: Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. I hope you are doing magically well. I am so excited to be here with you today and talking about having your own back with commitment, courage, and compassion. I am fired up about this topic today, so I'm very excited to be sharing it with you all. Now, before we dive in, I don't know why, I just feel like you need to know that it's pouring with rain here today. (laughs) That's okay. It's just pouring with rain. I had to turn my heater on. Guys, I had to get the heater out of the cupboard because uh, it is technically winter time. It is the, oh, it is June. I was about to say the end of May. It is the beginning of June here in New Zealand as of recording this in 2022. And I had to pull the heater out of the cupboard. It is plugged in next to me. <laughs> winter has arrived. <laughs> and that is okay. So, before we dive into this topic in the coming weeks, I am hosting a zoom meetup call where we're going to be talking about breaking the rules. So that is a free invitation to anyone who wants to come and hang out on zoom. And we talk all about breaking the rules together. Okay. Plus, I'm also going to be running a free training, and I'm thinking that this is going to be like a one-hour masterclass. I haven't finalized those details yet, but that's my idea at this stage. And the training is going to be on how to stop giving a fuck what people think. So if either of those float your boat, make sure you are on my email list. Make sure you are following me on social media so that you get the updates and the invites and you don't miss out. Okay. One of my favorite places right now is Instagram. (laughs) I have so much fun. Admittedly, I share a lot of crazy cow lady stories, but in amongst that there's lots of gems and wisdom and goodness. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's xena.jones.coach. It is a fun place to hang out. So come and hang out. All right. So you no doubt hear me talking about having your own back all of the time, I talk about it all the time on this podcast, I talk about it all the time in my emails, in the social media world, with my clients, with my friends, <laughs> if you have anything to do with me, you have probably heard me talk about having your own back, it is a huge foundational piece of the work that I do with my clients and it has been huge On the work that I have done with myself. So. Today we are breaking having your own back down. Into three core components. The first one is commitment. The second one is courage. And the third one is compassion. So these are. Fundamental when it comes to having our own back. Like these are. Let me, let me go with foundational. I think that's a better word. Like if you think of the foundation that you would lie, like the, the concrete foundation of a house, like this is the foundation of having your own back. Like this is the rock solid part that is necessary in order to build the rest. Okay. So first we must commit to the outcome we want. Then we must take courageous action towards it. And this whole time we need to be bathing in compassion. Like literally if you picture a bubble bath that is just full of compassion, right? So here's what this looks like. Now, if you've ever listened to the podcast before, you will likely know my story that I was single for over 10 years before I decided to find someone to share my life with. Now I use the word decided very deliberately Because I definitely didn't feel ready. Ready is a choice we make. It is not a place we arrive at. Okay, I'm gonna put it out there and say I think that ready is bullshit, right? That is what we say when we are scared. We're waiting to feel ready, okay? So I made the decision that I was going to find someone to share my life with, and in order to do that, I had to go through these three steps. So I started with committing to the outcome that I wanted. I wanted to find someone to share my life with, to be in a relationship with. Commitment is deciding that you will see it through no matter what. Okay, that is the commitment piece. Now, I'm not going to lie, and I've said this before, I was absolutely terrified. Like I was fucking terrified to date, to put myself out there, to potentially get into a romantic relationship with someone. That terrified me. Now, I know for a lot of you, you're like, nah, that's really no big deal, right? So imagine the thing that terrifies you, right? Think about something in your life that you don't yet have that secretly you would love to have, but you're terrified of going after it, right? This was that for me, right? This terrified me. So that meant for me, when it came time to see through and make good on this commitment that I had made to myself, it required courageous action. So courageous action means leaving our comfort zone. Okay. And it requires us to be willing to feel vulnerable, to feel scared, to feel embarrassed, to feel humiliated. And to feel rejected. It requires us to not be able to control the outcome. It requires us to keep showing up even when we can't see what we want just yet. Right? That is what it means to take courageous action and to leave our comfort zones. Right? We have to be willing to feel all of the emotions Because they might come our way. We've got to be willing to not be able to control the outcome. And for some of us, myself included, that is challenging. That is really difficult. That is something we can avoid for a long time. (laughs) Trust me, I know. Right? So here's what it looked like for me. It meant joining the dating apps. Okay? Now, you don't have to join dating apps to meet people and go on dates. That was just an easy way for me to do it. Now, previously I had had a real negative attachment to the dating apps. Like I had thought that they were only really for one thing and one thing only, and that was hookups, right? Not for finding relationships. So I had to be willing to challenge that limiting belief that I had and go out and speak to people and, you know, read stories about people who had actually, you know, met on Tinder or Bumble or whatever the app is and created a beautiful relationship together. I had to be willing to change that narrative in my brain. Okay, it also meant saying yes to more things, right? Courageous action for me, and I'm an introvert who would prefer to stay at home all the time. (laughs) I love being at home with my cats, right? So for me, that looked like saying yes when people asked me out or going to events where I could potentially meet new people, going out more often, right? It also meant having conversations with people, starting conversations and continuing conversations, especially like on the dating apps. Previously, what I would have done is I would have like, this had, this had happened multiple times. I would have downloaded the app and I was like, oh, I'll just have just have a try at this. And then I'd match with someone and they would send a message. And then sometimes I would send a message and they'd send one back and I'd be like, nope, that's it. I'm done. But most of the time, like they would send one message and then I'd be like, ah, ah, and I'd freak out. I would delete the dating app and throw my phone across the floor. I vividly remember where I was sitting when I did this because it happened a couple times in my lounge. <laughs> so, this time around, courageous action meant continuing that conversation when I felt vulnerable, when I felt uncomfortable, when I didn't really know what to say, when it was hard, when I was afraid of being rejected. Right? I kept it going. Right? Courageous action. definitely showed up after my first date. So I went on a first date and it didn't end great. I'm pretty sure I've shared the story. I won't go into all the details, but it didn't end that great. Basically I ended up running away from him at the end. (laughs) And I, you know, I was really put off by that experience and and when I say put off because my brain was offering me so many negative thoughts like you shouldn't do this you can't do this this is a terrible idea this is too hard you know Um, How are we going to be able to control the outcome at the end of a date? Like, we don't want that to happen again. Like all sorts of thoughts that my brain was offering me. So courageous action for me was to keep going, to get back on the dating apps, to continue the conversations I already had going with people, to keep getting out there and meeting new people, chatting to people, telling friends I was looking, right? That was courageous action was to keep going even when it was hard and uncomfortable and it didn't necessarily go the way I wanted it to. That is courageous action. Now, when I say telling my friends I was looking, it's kind of like spreading the word. Now, I think this is a really important step in a lot of our goals because not only does it help us to, you know, widen our circle of potential matches or if we're starting a business, right, it helps us to widen our circle of potential clients, but it also helps us to stay accountable to our commitment, Right, when we start telling people, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing, we then feel like, accountable to all of those people that we have told to see it through. So it helps us with the commitment piece. Okay. Now, compassion. Compassion was literally the glue that held me together <laughs> during my entire dating process. Because let's be honest, it was hard at least for me, it was really, really hard. It was uncomfortable. And like I said before, I was fucking terrified. I remember sitting at the beach and I had just driven up and I was in my car and I was like 15 minutes early, which trust me, don't do that. Get there last minute. (laughs) So I was, I turned up to meet my now partner for our first beach walk together. And I turned up and I was sitting in my car and I had 15 minutes to overthink it, to second guess it, to freak the F out. And boy, did I. (laughs) But like my brain was offering me all of these thoughts like we could just turn around and we could drive home and we don't have to do this. And, you know, like, do you really want it that badly? Like my brain was like really doing that. And the compassion that I was able to offer myself was, yeah, this is really fucking hard and that's okay. We can do hard things, right? I got you. You're going to be okay. It doesn't matter how this goes. I'm here for you, right? I'm so proud of you for the fact that you drove here, right? I'm so proud of you for the fact that I know you're going to get out the car and you're going to walk up there in a minute. I am so proud of you for doing that. Like that is being compassionate with yourself, Right, compassion isn't dismissing how you feel. It is acknowledging and loving yourself through it. Right, compassion is the opposite of judgment. It is understanding and saying, "Yeah, this is hard, and I am right here with you for all of it. I've got you." Okay? If I had not been compassionate with myself throughout that process, I would have never gone on that date with my partner. I would have given up after that first walk or first date that I had with the the first guy, right? Like, to be honest, if I'd never been compassionate with myself, I probably wouldn't have even got through the conversation process on the dating apps. If I hadn't been compassionate with myself, I probably would have never told my friends that I was looking and put myself out there. Right? Because it was so far outside of my comfort zone My brain was just freaking the F out constantly. It was always like throughout this entire dating process, from the minute I committed to this decision and started taking action towards it, my brain started to freak out. It's coming up with all the reasons why we should quit, why we should not be doing this, why we should go do something else instead, why we should stay single forever. So I had to be compassionate with myself in order to get the outcome I wanted right and because i kept showing up right i kept reminding myself of why i was committed why i wanted to see this through i kept taking that courageous action i kept bathing quite literally in self-compassion all the time <laughs> because i did those three steps i made it happen and today i am with the most amazing you know kind and loving loving human being who has shown me that the love and the relationship that I dreamed of, that I wished was real, is real. And it's it's crazy when I think about this, right? Because I am just as independent, if not more. <laughs> I'm more feisty now, but like I'm more, in, I'm just as independent, I'm just as feisty, I'm just as me in all of the ways that I was before I met him, I'm just the same. Like I am still independent. I'm still feisty. I'm still me. I'm still all of those things. Just like I was before we met. Before I started the process of dating. Right? I now just have someone to share the joy and the challenges with. Right? So it doesn't matter what it is. These three C's apply when it comes to having your own back. Okay? So if you want to achieve a goal. Maybe you want to write a book or start a business or lose weight or find someone to share your life with. If you want to speak up at work, maybe you want to stand up for something that you believe in. If you want to make a change in your life, maybe you want to change careers or leave a relationship or move countries, right? If you want to stop beating yourself up, this applies. This framework applies, okay? I... Just before recording this, I got off a coaching call with a client and my client has recently lost a loved one and she chose to put a pause on some of her goals whilst going through the grieving process, which I think most of us would choose to do. However, she's being super hard on herself for this. And one of her thoughts right now is I should be further along, right? And that's creating a ton of pressure. A ton of beating herself up. And one of my favorite questions to ask (laughs) is what would it look like to have your own back right now? Right? This is a question I ask myself all the time. What would it look like to have my own back with this goal, with this problem, with this whatever, right? And sometimes I'll even ask myself, where am I not having my own back right now? Ooh, that is a good question, my friends, because so often (laughs) I can see pretty clearly where I'm not. Okay. So I want to offer you those two questions. What would it look like to have my own back when it relates to this goal or this outcome that I want? Right. And maybe where am I not having my own back right now? Where am I not having my own back in my life? Okay, they are powerful questions. So for this client, the answer to that question for her was remembering why she wants to achieve these goals. Right, going back to the basics of why this matters to her and fueling her desire again. It's like lighting the fire under yourself again. right? And then getting back to work from that place. Right? That is the commitment piece, right? Fueling your desire, like locking in why this matters to you and then getting to work, right? For her, it was coming up with a massive action plan, right? Creating a whole list of actions that she could take to make her goals happen, to get back on track, to achieve them by the date that she has set. And it also meant creating a fail plan. Now I have an entire podcast episode on creating a fail plan right, what you want to make it mean if you don't achieve your goals, okay. And for her, it meant practicing feeling compassion by scheduling time every single day to do it, like doing it on purpose, making time to do it deliberately instead of saying, yeah, 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 I'll do it or I'll, yep, I will change that, I'll get to it. No, like actually setting an alarm on your phone, Putting an appointment in your calendar, in your diary, scheduling that shit in so that it happens, right? Sometimes we have to do that when it comes to feeling our feelings, because otherwise we just want to avoid them and stick them in a cupboard. <laughs> I know this so well, my friends, right? And compassion is like an asset to any of us. It is such an asset to be, to be able to feel compassion towards ourselves. Oh, my friends, that will help you achieve a lot of incredible shit in your life. Okay, so if you are beating yourself up and you want to start having your own back, commit to changing, right? Get clear on why you want to change. Like what will it mean to you and for your life if you were to change that habit? What might be different, right? How might you feel better? Right, and then you got to do the work. So when it comes to you know beating yourself up, courageous action is stopping your brain when it starts to be an asshole. You actually get to tell your brain what to think about and what not to think about. You get to boss your brain around. We all do, right? You get to choose to say different things to yourself, to say nicer, kinder, more useful things to yourself. Right? Maybe courageous action might look like reading a personal development book. Maybe it's speaking to a counselor or a coach or listening to a podcast episode like this one. And then doing the work. So what I mean by doing the work is applying the shit that's in the book. If you read a personal development book, it gives you so many exercises. It gives you so many action steps. How many of them are you doing? <laughs> I needed to hear that just as much as you, my friend, (laughs) right? But doing the work, like in these podcast episodes, in every single podcast episode I record, I give you powerful questions. I sometimes give you activities. I'll give you homework. There is things in each and every episode that you can do. That is what I mean by doing the work, applying it. That is taking courageous action. Because I'll tell you what, it is courageous because your brain's going to be like, nah, we'll do it later. don't really feel like it I don't want to do it right now right your brain is going to try and talk you out of it because it's outside of your comfort zone to look at that to do that to try something different something new something hard something uncomfortable something that may be vulnerable yeah that shit is courageous my friends and practice compassion until it becomes your go-to emotion right I used to beat myself up so bad and I, I didn't even know. I was like hating. I was trying to hate my way to happiness. I've talked about that before. But I was literally trying to hate myself happy. So I had to practice compassion constantly all the time. Anytime I found my brain drifting, I'd bring it back to compassion and affirmations and thoughts that I wanted to think and believe about myself. I had to practice that shit so much until it became my go-to emotion, right? And even now I still have to practice it sometimes because my brain has wandered off track and I didn't notice. <laughs> Got to go get it and bring it back, right? Now, these steps might come easily and naturally to you, or they may not, right? For me and most of my clients, no, that's not the case. So you may have to practice them, right? Just like Anything, you can listen to a podcast, you can read about, you know, you can read a a book about it, you can watch a YouTube video about it, you can like learn anything, but until you put it into practice, until you do this in your life, you're not going to get good at it, right? You earn being good at it by doing it over and over and over again. Right? Having your own back is like a skill that you master by doing it over and over and over again. Okay, Like Michelangelo, the painter. Right, He wasn't the best painter in the world after he that first time he put his brush to a piece of paper. Right, He had to keep showing up over and over and over again. That's how he got really good. Having your own back is the same. We keep doing it. We keep showing up. We keep doing it over and over and over again. We get better and better and better at it. And in turn, we create more of the outcomes we want in our lives. That is what having your own back does. It creates more of what you want in your life. Okay. Now, one of the natural side effects, and I, I think like one of the best bits, <laughs> is that by having your own back, A side effect of that is that you build your confidence in the process. You build belief in yourself. You build self-trust. You build self-reliance. And these are powerful, life-changing muscles to build, my friends. That is a natural side effect of having your own back. Okay? Your confidence grows. Your happiness grows. You trust yourself. You trust yourself to be okay no matter what. You become so self-reliant. Right? That is what happens when you have your own back. So lastly, I wanted to share with you that, and I had this realization during my self-coaching this morning actually, I wanted to share with you that my unwillingness, My unwillingness to feel vulnerability, shame, humiliation and rejection was the reason that I stayed single for so long. It was because I was unwilling to feel those emotions. When I became willing to feel them, that was when everything changed. So my friends, commit to the outcome you want take courageous action that means leaving your comfort zone and bathe in that compassion practice feeling in your body what it feels like to be compassionate with yourself okay have a beautiful week my friends huge love take care i'll see you soon Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.